Roll up, roll up. It's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. And yeah, it's the it's the sleek, suave, sophisticated, handsome host stepping because unfortunately Gareth is feeling unwell, so he went to bookaspare.com and he got me. And this feels like my gazillionth live stream this week because I've just been on air for what feels like the last week. Um <laughs> Starting at 7.30 in the morning my time, so uh, bear with me if I'm seeming a bit jaded. Anyway, I am joined by the guy that's always dependable. He's always here. It's Nige. Say hello, buddy. Well, that is probably the nicest things you ever said. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing this week, buddy? Yeah, well, you know you know uh, the old saying, if, you, if you're not going live, you're not living. Yeah. I've been live a lot this week. It's been a interesting week. <laughs> Probably talk I may about have made, it. It, made that up, by the way. But hey. <laughs> um, okay, so yes, unfortunately, Gareth has has uh, been struck down. He, he's not got the Rona, so he's he's all good. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about a few things this week, including Bioshock movie getting cancelled, Tom Holland auditioning for Star Wars. Um, a trailer for, um, for Star Wars, The High Republic. Yeah. Um, Twisted Metal live action TV series. And loads and loads of gaming news, but I'll be here all day um, listing it all out if I um, go through it now. So let's just get straight into it. And I will bring up the first story. And of course, you know, because I'm no professional, I had it scrolled down. Um, so... You may or may not know that there was going to be a Bioshock movie uh, directed by a guy called Gore Verbinski, um, but apparently it has been cancelled before it even got off the ground. And the reason being is that Gore Verbinski uh, insisted on the fact that this movie be R-rated. Now, Verbinski, who previously worked, included the three Pirates of the Caribbean movies and Rango, uh, revealed that this was the major uh, major. Uh, contributing factor to the cancellation because he insisted that it be R-rated. Now, I kind of understand that because were the games not R-rated? If I remember, they were pretty sort of scary stuff. I mean, I remember the first Bioshock. I remember the second one. I never played the third one. Did you play any of the Bioshock games? I downloaded the first one, played a little bit, but I, I did mean to play a little bit more. It wasn't, it didn't grip me, grip me, but uh, uh, it did look all right, to be honest. I did want to play a bit more, so I can't really speak with any authority on this game at all, but um, I can understand the reason why he would want to go R-rated, because it's not for kiddies. No, but... I, and it, this is, again, another example of a movie studio really not, understanding the audience i mean bioshock was an interesting game certainly the first one i remember was in was in this underground sort of, yeah. sort of underwater Under city kind of like poseidon adventure meets freddy krueger um and it was it was it was very strange very steampunk and i remember it's it's been a long time since i played bioshock so sorry guys but i remember you 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 collected different powers, if I remember rightly. The second game, I think, was in a city in the clouds. They kind of went through all of these things, and that I, I think the three. What, no, 
number three was that infinity something past off infinity something like that up in the clouds and you're just zip lining and jumping across different things i never played it but uh yeah (laughs) it's Uh, i i remember enjoying it at the time i remember it being quite scary because you had this sort of robot dude walking around with a girl r-rated or 15 I think you could have got away with a 15-rated movie, but as soon as you make R-rated movies, you limit your audience. But on the other hand, most of the audience for the Bioshock movie would all be in that R-rated range by now. So mm. They would be. I, I don't know if I'd buy that this was the only factor um, in in cancelling. It's a shame because I would have liked to have seen that what they would have done but it depends if they went with the um underworld um sort of underwater uh look if they gone with the first game and just just quickly because we are honored hello dave <laughs> never forget dave never forget hello buddy hello chuck by the way um I thought you'd be flying that lovely new uh, fast drone of yours out in the uh, out in the snow by now, or or, or have you been and done? Because those batteries don't last very long. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of gutted. I didn't even know about it. I admit I didn't know there was going to be a Bioshock movie. Although I probably do remember that us covering it at some point. But um, it's kind of a shame. It it, it is. Mm. It, it, it could have been an interesting film, but it's odd that because one director said no sorry i'm not doing it because you're not making it r another director hasn't stepped up and gone do you know what i'll make it and no Mm. it seems it just canned it because that one director has said so surely there's something else going on there because another director would would have stepped up and gone oh yeah i'll make it in your vision i need the cash (laughs) I I I don't know. It, it seems an odd decision, but it it is what it is. Um, it's un, it's unfortunate. I um, I do remember enjoying the game, but it's been a long while since. And as Gareth calls me, I'm an octopus, and it's been a long while. I'm sure he, if he's here, he would trigger all the thoughts and memories that I had with the game. Um, it's because uh, I do remember enjoying it at the time, and I remember I think Gareth was playing it as well. So um, it could have made for an interesting film or it couldn't have done. I kind of see why he wanted to go R-rated, but uh, yes, anyway, we're going over old ground, so we, we, we should really move on to the next story. Enjoying the podcast so far? Why don't you give us a like on YouTube? Thanks. So, getting better, but unfortunately, I didn't have the tab ready. I know, I suck, I suck, I'm sorry. Gareth <laughs> Gareth makes this look so easy, but for some whatever reason, on my lame-ass machine here, it doesn't actually put the tabs in order, even though they're in order. But anyway, um, here's a story for you. So, Tom Holland apparently auditioned for Finn in Star Wars, uh, uh, the Disney tr- trilogy. He is quoted as saying, I had quite a few... I, I've read the wrong lines at the wrong audition before. I remember my audition for Star Wars. I was like four or five auditions in, and I was, I, I think I was auditioning for John Boyega's role. I remember doing this scene with, with this lady, bless her, and she was just a, a drone. What? She had wings and stuff. Uh, so I was doing all this, like, we got to get back to the ship, and she was going, be blop, 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 beep, pop. 
I, I I just couldn't stop laughing. I found it so funny. I felt really bad because she was trying to re- trying really hard to be a convincing android or drone or whatever they are called. <laughs> yeah, I obviously didn't get the part. No, because they're called droids, Tom. Not 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 drones. Um, drones are. Um, well, uh, this, 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 this is this is a drone. That that's a drone. Um, sorry, I'm just showing off the fact that I've got a brand new drone. I, I, just just while we're geeking out, not to sixty. Two seconds. Mm. How interesting, <laughs> Keith. Anyway, so did, Tom did Holland. I, I I like Tom Holland. I like the fact he he was probably asked, "Have you got? Have you had any auditioning auditioning fails?" And this is a uh, something that come up in in his mind. Yeah, I can see why he didn't get the part. If he's laughing at the woman doing the beep bop beep. As a as a droid, uh, instead of actually saying the lines, whereas John Boyega, pro, proper pro, powers on through, does the lines, delivered it. But mate. Poor old poor old uh, John Boyega got run and truly screwed after the first film, as they really couldn't work out what his role was, and because yeah. the movies were all disjointed. Um, I think you all know by now our views on the Disney sequel trilogy, but uh, it's a shame that. Um, yeah, Grant. Sorry, I'll respond to that comment in a minute. Um, it's a shame that um, uh, John Boyega didn't get a larger role because I actually really quite like John Boyega. Um, loved him. He's a nice bloke for the most part. Um, and he has since come out and been quite critical of uh, Disney Star Wars, which I quite like. Um, doesn't hold back, um, which again, you know, it's risky, but he feels strongly about it. Um, but Tom Holland in it, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he would have been right for the role. Um, I mean, he's I probably missed, he's probably actually done himself favours by not getting it because yeah. Boyega did what he did in the film. Um, he hasn't done himself any harm. He just did what he was told, really. And it's not mm. his fault that the writers couldn't come up with anything decent for him. Um, so. It's- it's it's what happens when you set out to make a trilogy but don't have a coherent freaking plan to make three coherent films that all stick together. Um, it's it's more all all we've got a political platform. Let's 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 push our politics rather than mm, let's tell a story that actually connects. Um, I mean, it, it's it's it, it it still annoys me because it could have been something different. Um, but, you know, we've had The Mandalorian, and that was all right. I know it's not Gareth's cup of tea, but I, I've, I've quite enjoyed it. It's certainly better than WandaVision. Um, but um, anyway, um, I think we should refer to some of the uh, comments. Um, yep, yep. You, you guys won't understand this. This is Chuck talking drone geeky stuff. Okay, buddy, yes, rub it in. Yes, I haven't got them. Um, <laughs> this I'm one joking. here. Uh, yeah, you just tuned in. Yeah, Gareth uh, called in sick. Um, so we're holding the fort, you know, like the pros we are. Um, you are Dunk? No. See, now you no, don't understand. Not, no, no, you don't understand that. This is not that, No, podcast. you don't understand that because you haven't seen it, but it is cool, Nice, Night, it is really cool. <laughs> Honestly, even you were not, you, you will be impressed. Even you will fail not to be impressed by it. It's the most epic thing ever. Um, anyway, um, and yeah, not yet, Malcolm, not yet, not yet. Um, I haven't been um, too, um, should I say, adventurous with it yet. Was um, that a hold but, my beer moment? 
I no, I will say this. I will say this, and this is actually poignant because of this podcast. Learning to fly a freaking X-wing on 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 the PS4 and using Gareth's VR has helped me an awful lot. Believe it or not, it really has. Um, so cheers, guys. Um, Dave, Dave said Tom Holland was good in the new Spider-Man movies. Although being said, the whole franchise has been uh, mired by pointless right, uh, rights-related reboots. Can Marvel and Sony just get that shit? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then and then Dave writes another essay on Disney Star Wars, but we've kind of covered that. Um, Chuck says, hope G- uh, Gareth gets well soon. Yep, so do we, um, as does Dave. And uh, hey, Babster, and Babster, thanks for your lovely comment on uh, my video on my channel. Um, much appreciated. Right, um, I think we need to go on to the next story, which actually is... Um, is it? Hang on. Sorry. Hang on you need to. You need to <laughs> no. hit one of these. Yes, go on. Watching the content so far? Why don't you leave a comment and join in with us? Right. We have a trailer, and it is for Star Wars: The High Republic, which I think is a comic. Is still a comic book, but we shall play it for your viewing pleasure. Centuries before the rise of the Empire, prosperity, pioneering, and adventure marked the era of the High Republic. Leox Jossie is the eccentric pilot of a vessel known simply as the Vessel, co-piloted by Appy Hollow and navigated by Geo, who appears to be a rock. Leox is a charming rogue from the frontier. When a group of Jedi seek transportation to the Outer Rim, Leox and his loyal crew are hired. But disaster strikes as debris from a horrific accident littered across hyperspace threatens to tear the vessel apart. It'll take more than a galaxy-wide disaster to play Leox's go-with-the-flow attitude. With his effortless piloting, Appy's efficient repairs, and Geode's quick response, the vessel safely exits hyperspace, presumably in the middle of nowhere. With the transportation business flourishing, ferrying immigrants to the frontier, native pirates flock against these outsiders. See, now, I don't know about you, right? But that did absolutely nothing for me. I think I must have, uh, I, tr- I stopped myself, I, I had a drink, um, from falling asleep about four or five times during that trailer. Yes, it does. It doesn't even sound good, does it? I mean, Gareth, take <laughs> some funny notes here. And I actually had the same points. First off, he said, Leo is gay. <laughs> the shit is called The Vessel. Yeah. Wow. Came up with something imaginative oh, there. Oh, well done. And, and his co-pilot is a rock. A rock they've really thought this through um i didn't like the sound of it um as soon as i when i first heard of it i thought they were going to be doing something a bit like the mandalorian you know live action whatever and then we heard it was going to be cartoon i thought it was going to be i think it's a little bit more like um what you guys were watching i I, I thought maybe i might watch that now they're showing this uh it's just drawings i'm out completely 100 percent out it's i think it, well, i was out from the uh, from the offset because 
you know, as you know, we covered this, well, you may or may not remember, we covered this a few um, uh, months ago where what they wrote on the board was all about political correctness and all of that crap. And that was what the number one thing on the list was. It wasn't, and even that, it, even for our, our non-politics man there, that got to you. Because it's like, what, what what's, you know, they were more bothered about diversity and all of this crap. Um, and I, I'll be honest, the first thing that came to me was, it's it's another platform, um, and I'm just not interested. They're not trying to tell a story. Um, Trailers the story are meant just, to be, um, yeah, interesting, to catch draw you, you in, exciting. You know, give you a premise. I've got no clue after seeing that. It and didn't even I, feel I Star Wars. It didn't. Nah. It, it it just didn't. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was the voiceover. It just didn't. The voice of the uh, no, the voiceover didn't didn't work either, and uh, this is exactly how I felt about it. And that's it. Yeah, <laughs> not um, worth my time. Next, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I know Gareth, but this is the I think I it just looked like a pile of I, I'm sure Gareth would, would, would have his opinion on this. To me, I have to say, I'm sorry, it just looked like a pile of bollocks. Um, I, I know the recent events, which I'm not going to go into, um, have one and truly switched off some fans again because of certain things. I, I'm still going to watch the Disney plus stuff that comes from John Favreau camp, because I know that he is trying to make, he's at least trying to tell a story. Um, and I've enjoyed the Mandalorian and I enjoyed, um, I'm looking forward to the book of Boba Fett because I want to see what he can do with it. Um, it might be, it might not be, I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I've enjoyed it. Um, and I tuned I, in every week. I liked the Mandalorian. I watched it with the kids. Um, it's one of the, um, series I could watch with the kids along with WandaVision once that actually got going, um, mm. it held their interest a bit. Um, I'm looking forward to see what happens with Loki uh, when that comes out and uh, maybe a bit of Boba Fett as well. We'll see what happens there. But this can jog on. Yeah. This High Republic. I like the High Republic thing because it was um, it was one of my favourite uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yes, exactly <laughs> that. It's an exercise in ticking boxes. Um, I hate it. Can you not stop all perving over my wife, please? <laughs> if you weren't there um, filming her, putting her out in front of everybody, <laughs> it was her idea. The, <laughs> I'm a bit concerned by that. Um, idea. It was, it was, um, and it was genius. Um, especially <laughs> the legs at the beginning. Um, I was that was all her idea. I was expecting at the bottom it to say um, OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> How do you know what OnlyFans is, Nigel? <laughs> How me. many subscriptions you got? D Darling, I thought you got a pay rise. Nah. <laughs> Look at his bill, $100 each month to OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. um. <laughs> it's, it's just when it's at the bottom of your, your droning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I agree with you, Babster, though. It is just another tick boxing thing. It's just that it's rubbish. Um and I really, uh, I have no interest in it at all. Um, I'm just looking forward to the uh, 
the book of Boba Fett, I think that could be quite good. And I'm still going to support it because uh, let's let's face it, the whole Gina Carano thing wasn't John Favreau who was doing. Anyway, we should move on to the TV. Now, um, let me get up the next tab. Sorry about this. I know that I don't usually have to do this, so I'm not as fast or as streamed as Gareth is. He's very good at this kind of thing. Um, right, so we're getting the people behind Cobra Kai um, is, uh, or the producer and Deadpool writers are working on a TV series uh based upon Twisted Metal. Now, so I'll read the story because I don't... I'm, I think I know what it was, but I don't remember it that well. Sony's officially moving forward on a live-action Twisted Metal TV series at last with the producers of Cobra Cry and the writers of Deadpool on board. Twisted Metal first came out in 1995 and has been a number of sequels to follow, with the most recent being Twisted Metal Black, which originally came out in 2001. Launching on the PS4 in 2015 through PSN. Is this a game, Nige? Twisted Metal. Yeah. Yeah, Twisted Metal okay. uh, on the PS1. All right, okay. It so the a, games of... Destruction Derby-style game. Uh, competitors <laughs> will fight it off, get weapons, bang, you know, destroy each other. And, had, I uh, read on, had I read on in Gareth's notes... <laughs> The games are focused around Demolition Derby, with each following a different storyline and somehow revolves around Twisted Metal, a Derby event taking place once a year and grants a winner one wish of their choice. The live-action TV series reported to centre around as an yet unnamed protagonist trying to complete a delivery in a post-apocalyptic world in exchange for a promise of a better life. Seem kind of heard of something like that a bit before. Not much else is known, although it's said that the clown character Sweet Tooth, a recurring um, antagonist clown who drives an ice cream truck, will will make an appearance. Nigel, you need to fill me in because you this is one of those situations where you actually probably know more than I do. Well, let me just find this for you. Twisted Metal Sweet Tooth is a it's like an ice cream truck. It is a bit of a fucking now this psychotic clown type. Um, hang on, fucking hell! You just can't find a a picture when you want one because you drop me in it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it's tough to find it. Really, it is a, an ice cream van essentially kitted out with. Uh, a metal bumper, clown face, uh, you know, it's pretty gnarly to say, you know, he makes an appearance in, in the game. You can be, a, it's a playable character as well. Um, mm. Nice big truck. So, ex and I am just as confused as Bapster on this because he doesn't remember it being worthy enough for a series and it's a bit strange. Yeah. I agree. Um, well, they are making Mortal Kombat into a film, aren't they? Mm -hmm. So how can they make a tiered thing into this massive uh, production and film? This essentially, Twisted Metal, is is just similar, right? It's a face-off with cars defeating each other. and I, I don't I, know I, how they can make it. 
I think they're they're hoping by the you know Cobra Cry um, producers and the Deadpool writers. Here's the thing, right? We all know what makes Deadpool good, and it's not the writers; it's Ryan Reynolds. If he didn't have Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, wouldn't have been as good, right? Cobra yeah. Kai, Cobra Kai only works is because it's based on member berries. And don't get me wrong; it's expertly um, executed on screen, and it's a really good series. But what it is doing is recapturing that move, that an original movie, and then the two sequels, all in our minds. And 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 it's going. Remember this. Remember that. And that it is member berries to a certain extent. But what they've done is they've advanced the story. Um, uh, and it makes me, you know, they they've got a pre-existing franchise there that they've built upon, and that's why Cobra Kai works so well. And and I love Cobra Kai. But this is a computer game, and, I, and I'm as confused as Bapster. It does stick in the back of my head now about the clown. The, I'm sure I did play a game with a clown in it, and I might have played it with Gareth, funny enough. Most, um, most recently, um, the clown's car, Sweet Tooth's car, uh, was a car you could unlock or buy in Rocket League. Yes, I remember that. Yep, you're right. It's just this um, white white van with red spots on it, with a little clown, evil clown face on the front. Really, it does. So. It does ring a bell. But I, I mean, you know, reading what I've read here, it doesn't immediately jump out at me. Um, like ooh ah, and I think they're trying to make the ooh and ah, as I said, by by sticking what's been successful movies and the successful TV series um, on top of that to make people go, oh, I'm going to watch that. But, well, we'll have to see. And the post-apocalyptic world and driving to save your thing, wasn't that done in a movie with, um, what was it called, Death Race? And then it had a really shitty sequel. Um, No clue. But um, Babs has got this, um, I would like to see any series around ID software game, the latest Wolfenstein games as a series would be Ace. Yeah, do you know what? I'd prefer that. I do like the Wolfenstein games. They're very good. Very, yeah. very good. So, um, anything. Uh, uh, no. Another one. Jog on, mate. I'm not interested until I see a trailer. Right. I'm now going to hand this over to you, although the next one is a trailer. Um, but it's now... So apparently, first up is a trailer, Nige. So I'm hoping you've studied the uh, gaming notes here because apparently this is a trailer for a. Uh, Are you talking about Aliens Fire Team? Yes. This is not well, this a trailer. Looks... This this is a um, a playthrough thing that they've done with IGN, and well, this is IGN playing through with the developers and talking about the game as they go showing some some gameplay as it says on this video first 25 minutes um i'm sure there's a lot more to the game than what they showed but it does it does look interesting though yeah, it might do to you but what not you nah <laughs> is, is this not your sort of game 
I can't really see very much to it. Like you're you're sitting there looking down a corridor shooting. Aliens, I do. Aliens. It could be it could be like um like a division in space in the aliens world. Gareth might love this because he loves aliens. I he I think this is why he's had it, but I I mm. might this kind of interests me because I kind of enjoyed playing the alien games. I don't know why. Maybe I quite like the alien films, so I quite enjoy playing the games. Um, I bring this up every time, but it's my only claim that I can beat Gareth on something was Alien versus Predator. It's the only time when he got really, really annoyed. Accused me of cheating. I didn't. Just <laughs> stood up on the roof as an alien and dropped down on him and obliterated him, and he really got pissed off about it. <laughs> well, well, this one, so, um, so Dave, uh, this... I don't think it's meant to be a sequel or anything like that. No. Um, and it's not meant to um, be playable the same as Alien Isolation. It, it's a completely separate um, game. It's a different type of game. It looks like it's a three-player co-op. So it's, not, it's nice. You can play I, I have to. I have to say, it looked good to me. The minute I saw those aliens and stuff, it was bringing back memories of... And joking aside, I re I used to really love playing those, those type of games with Gareth. I did. Uh, no, it doesn't yeah. look like Isolation, but Isolation was a... See, Isolation yeah. was like... If you look at the Alien movies, Alien Aliens 1 and 2 are very different movies. Aliens 1 is a very psychological, horror-esque film, whereas mm -hmm. Aliens 2 is much more of a blockbuster because, it, you know, James Cameron... Um, thing and it was it was the very very different films and alien isolation was more like your first alien movie whereas aliens versus predator and a lot of the other aliens games are more like blockbusters this looks in that second vein um i can i get why gareth is marginally excited about it it's if looking I, pretty good i think if you're if you're playing with your mate uh two mates uh and not some randos on the internet then this could be a very good game. It could get very intense with all the aliens coming at you and you're shooting. And shoot, it looks like a looter shooter, doesn't it? Um, yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. The, all they've shown really is just going around a little ship and just shooting at aliens as they come, picking up a bit of loot here and there. It'd be nice to know. But, I mean, I, that might not be your type of game because, you know, no one's waving a wand, but <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a piss. Um, but... I, I like the look of that, I have to admit. From the little bit that we just watched, it, it looks quite good to me. Um, well, and, you know, uh, I get, I get, get why it. he's it. Gaff might get it, Graphic. and uh, Malcolm might get it, and um, once you get your PS5, you can join <laughs> in with him. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> you bastard. Um, Right, hang on then. That's uh, uh, I, I'm up for it. I'll, I'll if I get my PS5. That looks like a kind of game I might enjoy if I ever get a PS5. But uh, anyway, brave enough to follow us on social media? Why don't you follow us on Twitter at Monkey Nut Punch? Thanks. Nice. Uh, as soon as you're meant to be doing the gaming news, do you know about this next one? So, the Nintendo Switch. Yes. You need to. Uh, there we go, Keith. Yes. Right, so there's going to be a new Nintendo Switch coming out. Uh, it mm -hmm. will have 4K support and an OLED display, um, which will be supplied by Samsung. 
so um yeah um interesting they're gonna make the um the screen size seven inches which is bigger than the current 6.2 inch which is also bigger than the light version which is 5.5 inch anyway but it will be able to output 4k resolution to a 4k tv um i think it was originally brought out about four years ago so they're saying it's due a bit of a refresh or an update a bit like what they did with ps4 and ps4 pro i suppose so interesting they don't mention anything about price point at this moment i suppose they might sell it for the same cost as what they're selling at the moment and if they are also it's also interesting reading this because what it's not saying is it will plug into a 4k tv but 4k support is not 4k resolution although according to the report it will also be able to output 4k resolution knowing it means that it gaff is a putting notes 4k support isn't 4k that's technically true but if it's going to output in 4k resolution then yeah, yeah. Um, I love my Switch. I just want to... I love the Switch. Um, I think it's awesome. Um, it was a great little console, a lot of fun. Uh, my niece, uh, I'll never forget it. She loved it, loved playing Mario Kart on it. Uh, we sat there when I was back in the UK with our little Joy-Cons playing Mario Kart on it, so much so that she got one for Christmas and loves it. Um, and uh, recently got the the new ring fit thing which i haven't tried yet but oh, yeah, uh, uh gonna give that a go um i'm uh i'm looking forward to that um but not, the switch is a cool the, little uh, console. The Zelda game we well, see this is a there's, a there's a sequel right okay zelda i've made no but breath of the wild is one of my favorite games of all time i make no bones about it i i, I i'm not a wildly you know i haven't played as many games as you two guys but i adore Breath of the Wild. It's an awesome game. I loved the whole uniqueness of the of the thing because I could plug it into the TV and then when the wife was giving me creep, this was before I got a great big 4K TV in my office. Um, uh, if she was giving me too much grief, I could pick pick it up and just go and play it on the bed, you know, and that's what I loved about it. But I liked, I really got into the game. I don't know what it was about Breath of the Wild, but I really got into it. It's not everybody's cup of tea. But here's the thing. There's meant to be a bloody sequel to this game, and it was announced like freaking two and a half, three years ago. Where the bloody hell is it? Because Nintendo have my money. Unfortunately, I've already spent all my money on DJI. got my money first. Sorry. Um, no, but, go, uh, go into Jones on this. No, I'm not going into Jones. I'm not Gareth's not here to start me. Um, but I'm joking. Um... But I, I, I don't know if I would buy the 4K version. I mean, I don't know if that's going to... It depends what it does. If they go, if it's Nintendo going to go, oh, it's not going to be compatible with older Switch games or the newer Switch games are not going to work. If it's like a PS4 Pro, it's probably not worth it. But if it's a brand new console... Well, yeah, do you know... Um, actually, Bapsus says it, says it quite well. Um, Nintendo Switch, Ace Machine for Modern Retro, and he loves it. Needs a yeah. bigger screen. Yeah, this uh, new one is seven inches instead of six point two, slightly bigger. Um, it is outputting a four K. Then it must have better hardware. Um, yeah, I agree. It will need more graphics memory to output four K, and then more horsepower to display the image. And he thinks it will be about three hundred and fifty. What's the cost at the moment? Um, 
Is it about? I think I paid about three hundred for it at the time. I got it when the see this was one of the consoles when everybody can get one. I was lucky enough just to get game got one, and I got logged on at the right time and ordered it, and it was there when I got back because I ordered it literally. It was about four years ago that I ordered it. Um, so yeah, it is a four-year-old console. Um, but uh, I agree with Babster. Yeah, it is it is an absolute masterpiece, Zelda. But um, here's the thing, right? I've plugged it into this 4K TV. Now I've got, if not the same TV as Gareth, the the yeah. the, the, the the newer one in the next year, which is actually technically slightly worse than the one that Gareth's got. Um, but it was a 300 pounds, probably about 450 in the UK. 4K, 55 inch Samsung TV. It does a bloody good job of upscaling. It, it looks good at 55 inches for a 4K TV or downscaling. So that was what I was essentially in a long-winded way trying to say. It looks okay on my 4K TV. It does. It, it, and and I, I hooked up Zelda the other day, and it, it does look okay. Um, because I was sort of like, I'm, I, want, I want the new Zelda game. I want to get back in. Although at the moment I'm into Miles Morales on the PS4 and, and hugely enjoying it. Um, so, uh, I've just, uh, I've just been doing a bit of, uh, looking at the moment on, uh, the game website and, uh, you can get a Nintendo switch Neo, um, with what looks to be three games, super Mario world plus browsers fury. No, two games and super Mario Kart eight deluxe, but that's almost 400 pounds. Uh, I don't see where you can buy one. But it's Nintendo, isn't it? it? And and it's still popular. So yeah. it it hasn't it hasn't shocked me that 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 the the switch has gone down. I mean, look, after the Wii the the Wii whatever it was, not the Wii U, the next one on um for it, which I think is the one that Baps has got that was a commercial failure for Nintendo. They very very nearly went bust. The Switch just completely reversed their their uh, fortunes and i remember you two guys sort of going oh, i'm not sure about this oh it's gonna break oh it's not gonna be durable no my switch is still really good four years later and i've been taking it in and out of that dock and it's still really good the joy console work and i'll tell you what it's in 30 plus degree weather most of the time here and it's it's stood up to it so it's a damn durable little console i will give it its dues after four years it's still Battery life on it is probably a little bit worse than when I first got it, but not noticeably worse. Um, I love it. I love my Switch. I do. I love it. it, it it's it's an awesome little console. Yeah. Um, well, if I had to see what my, this comes out at, because um, yeah. nowadays uh, a console, when it comes out, it really should be outputting 4K. Uh, we were surprised that Nintendo Switch, when this was first getting released i think it was only going to be 1080 i think um whereby at the time you had the playstation 4 and uh the xbox one uh, i mean the xbox one x was probably about to come out and that was going to output to 4k and the ps4 pro could do 4k so uh sony um and microsoft went a different route to nintendo which is pretty typical really isn't it for nintendo yeah, they're doing their own thing, and they love it. It's uh, I, I I think they're I think they're all um as I said I love my Switch I'm I'm a I'm a satisfied Nintendo customer I have to admit, 
Um, anyway, we should move on to the next story. Hi, we've also got a Facebook page. Why don't you pop over there and give us a like? You can also watch the live streams on there. Thanks. Yes. Um, and now let me share the screen because I have to, you know, find the damn tab again. <laughs> right. Uh, right. This is so, the, uh, yeah. The, the article essentially is uh, uh, there was a, a loophole on the game website which allowed customers to buy consoles 24 hours after the restock, um, which apparently left them amazed. Um, essentially what happened here, people had got in, queued, and then added their consoles to their baskets. And then I think something must have happened um, for them not to be able to buy it there. And then I'm not sure what, but it seems people have gone back in logged in and the console was still in their basket and then they were able to purchase it. So well, <laughs> the thing is they shouldn't count their chickens because until they get the confirmation from Royal Mail that it's being delivered on a certain day or going out for delivery, they, they should not be hundred percent expecting their console. Because there might have been a glitch, there might have been something wrong, and they might just not have the consoles left. But a few might get them. Well, yeah, um, I, I hope you do. Um, uh, it's still really quite difficult to get. No, no love. Uh, you, they. Funny enough, I saw one because I haven't seen one in in in, in real life. I I stopped off. Because they've opened up all the um, roads again, and we can get out of our province. Um, I I, I, went, I went to pick up an item that I've mentioned far too much, um, and then on the way back, I stopped in a, another great big huge mall because they have another shop uh, for an item that I needed for the item that I've mentioned far too much, and they didn't have any stop. But I walked around there because I just hadn't been out for a while, and I walked around and I walked into a shop and they had a PS Five on display. It's a beast, isn't it? I mean, it is huge. It's even bigger than I thought it was. Um, yeah, and they were big. taking pre-orders, but they weren't telling you when it was likely to come. But they were taking pre-orders. No, because they were the ones that uh, deliberately screwed me over and were corrupt. And it's absolute because I, I caught them. Basically, they, I bought stuff from them before, and they were the ones I went to try on the day the pre-order was launched here. And... I know because I was monitoring the connection to the website, their website never came up and I had multiple connections open to it on multiple internet things, monitoring that site and it never came up. Right. And uh, they then came up, sold out of all stock. So they deliberately took down their, their website because they had given it to uh, the preferential customers. And that's what they've been accused of even in the press and they're denying it, but it's bullshit. I know they did it. Um, and I don't think they had that many. So I think all the staff got them, but they had to make a big, you know, song and dance of it because that's what Sony demanded, but they didn't sell any through that, that website link. It's absolute bullshit. So no, I refuse to order from them. Sorry. They really wound me up. So I'll wait. I can wait now. I've, I've, the, I, I wanted to play Miles Morales. Right, that was the thing that was bugging the crap out of me the most, um, and I, I, I just thought, it, you know, and and I bought it on the PS4, and I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying it, so I can wait. I've well, got other is, toys to be playing with. 
once you once you get the PS5, you can put your PS4 game in it and play it there anyway. Yeah. Um, Transfer Malcolm. I heard you got your PS5. Congratulations, buddy. I hope you I hope you love it. Genuinely, I do. Play Miles Morales. It's fucking awesome. Um, I'm really, really enjoying that. Um, uh, I just want to uh, just say a big note. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, for me, I'm trying to find an Amiga 600, and it's proving just as difficult to buy one, because I keep getting out of um, than it is to get my PS5. I actually got the PS5 easier than I did find this amiga but um i'm still i'm still chatting to the uh the guy you put me in touch with that stuff so um uh yeah unless you're trying to cross pray how to revert to ps4 depend what on what game uh i think he's talking about uh anyway um we should move on because talking of ps5 hi this is nigel and i'm talking in my lovely narrator's voice bask in its loveliness but don't bask for too long we need your help come to youtube and watch our videos for the love of god well send keith round to your next barbecue and he'll eat all your food Tusty! you have been warned okay. Tusty! <laughs> um right what? nigel this is the one that's probably going to trigger me isn't it <laughs> right so there was a p- petition uh, a government petition in the UK. Um, trying to do away with this whole scalping business, really. And um, the... Uh, sorry, it was... Sorry, I saw a comment there. So, um, the petition to the UK government was to basically put a halt to scalping. It has now been read, and there's been a a review and a response to it. I don't know if it's gone to the House of Commons yet to be uh, debated. But when it does, hopefully it'll go the same way as what they do with um, electronic ticket buying. Because, um, yeah, you've got it. You've got it up there. So electronic ticket buying is banned if it's bought via bots. So it's illegal if you buy a ticket to a concert or whatever using a bot because that's where the resaling comes in now the petition is asking for it that same rule or law to be applied to physical things among them being the graphics cards ps4 uh, sorry ps5 and uh, xbox series so um here here is what we've been saying for now our top tip is to stay patient to refuse to buy from scalpers and and you removed it. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to share it again? It's all right. I'll read it again. I've got it now. For now is our top tip to stay patient, refuse to buy from scalpers and to buy from a trusted retailer. We understand how frustrating it is to wait for a new device, but holding out to buy a console at the recommended price from a retailer is what you should do. And that's what we've been saying since the start 
but there's obviously a lot of people feeling about this because to respond to a petition, I mean, it isn't okay. It's not just about the PS5s and Xboxes. I mean, in the notes, the practice is most prevalent in the buying and reselling of events tickets, but also has a significant impact on sales of trainers, clothes, and technology. And as you mentioned, yeah, especially 3080 um, RTXs. Um, the most recent cases, the points is launches of the PS5s. Yeah, and I've seen it. I firsthand seen seen it. But I mean, whether it's bots going on here or just dodgy freaking you know backhanders um i don't know but um it look i know that the pandemic has not helped the situation and the store's been shut has fueled this but there has been a lot of dodgy shit going on with the, with these and it's not just in the uk it is worldwide um and it pisses me off and i still maintain that I think Sony could have handled it better. Um, I know that it's also up to the retailers. I get that. I understand what Gareth is saying. Um, but it's both. It's a bit of both. So the retailers could have done a hell of a lot better in the way they handled it. But so could have Sony. Sony could have made sure that the stock build up. They didn't have to release a week or two after Nintendo, after uh, Microsoft released their xbox series consoles did they they just wanted to to be that competition but i think i mean it's, 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 it's I mean, the stock that they had at launch wasn't going to significantly impact your your, your takings for the, the holiday period it didn't matter when you launched this console every mother and his auntie was going to freaking well order this thing because it was an awesome console so why the hell didn't you just delay it until now where you know this would have got around a lot of these problems. I maintain Christmas. there were there were no bullets because there wasn't there was no there wasn't enough stock to significantly change your Christmas takings. There wasn't. We know that that all these so-called four million consoles they saw. Most of that four million was in the new year. The initial allocation of stock in the I mean three thousand units for the whole of Thailand. Three thousand. That's Oh, um, and uh, I just I feel like that because of the lack of stock and stuff, it's it's just massively screwed. This I know that the pandemic isn't helping, and I know that is partly to blame. I I understand that, but it it is a frustration. It really, really is. I, I but, think um, if the shops were open, if the retailers were actually open, um, and you could go in, place your order uh, in person, they they would have eliminated the the issue, uh, but you couldn't unfortunately um no i, I agree with I you with my xbox series x i went i was in the queue and i thought oh do you know what i'm an hour in this queue just to log in so i went i drove down to the shop i walked in i went have you got any xbox series x left uh for me to pre-order here and he went yep okay sign me up buddy did and i walked out and i cancelled my queue done i mean it's, it was um it was different with the um, Sony uh, PlayStation 5 because Sony royally fucked up with the whole, we're not going to um, uh, just, uh, we're going to give you some time. And we'll let you know when in advance we're going to go live. They didn't, uh, that's what they promised. And what they delivered was, and we're live now. And you were like, what the fuck? Everyone's scrambling. Retailers didn't have a fucking clue. 
Sony royally fucked up with that, and uh, the retailers didn't yeah. do themselves any favors either. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. This whole thing I, is going to keep going on and on and on until the, the Xbox launch. The Xbox launch was marginally better handled, but you know, if you got stuck in that queue for trying to order the Xbox on the Xbox Pass thing, and it didn't tell you that you had to go into store, that was badly handled, and that was very annoying. But actually. PS5 was far more, far worse. Um, I mean, they 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 met, they messed up royally, both of them. Yeah. Um, but but I would I would I do agree with you that the PS5 one was worse. Um, yeah. So but, uh, yeah, it's good that the government have responded, even if though even if it is a bit lame. You know, I oh, don't go and buy it from scalpers. No, you need to do more than that. Yeah, I think they're going to be taking it into a discussion or a debate as to what they do mm. and try and implement it in a fashion like they do with uh, ticket sales for events. And uh, hopefully that happens and it happens soon uh, because people who, at the moment who are desperate for one are being taken advantage of by scalpers uh, because for some reason people have no patience nowadays. So, and they thrive we, on that. So, um, yes. So, uh, yeah. yes, perhaps the... Totally yep. agree. Screw the scalpers. Just don't buy from them. Simple. True. Leave them with that ridiculous amount of stock that they've bought and it will hit them in the pocket and eventually they'll end up selling it for the price that they paid because they will be readily available. Mm -hmm. And yes, trusted retailer. Do you trust? Do you trust Gabe? I'm not <laughs> sure Amazon? I trust Gabe that much. I'm not sure I trust, certainly don't trust Amazon. I know, um, I know Amazon was fucking gaff around with his delivery. And, yeah, big uh, time. Yeah, yeah, we've delivered it. Yeah. No, you ain't, mate. You're not even here. Give me one. Yeah. Get back that was, here. That was, that was as that dodgy as soon that was. And um, uh, yes, that's a, that's a Nova game or Argos. Am I wrong in thinking that Argos, no, Argos is a Sainsbury's company, isn't it? It's not. It's not an Amazon. Company. I don't know who they're owned by anymore. Um, Argos, you uh, can use Nectar Points to buy stuff in, and Nectar is owned by Sainsbury's. So I think, I think they uh, are uh, Sainsbury's own Argos. I think. Um, all right, mate. You got your A. You got your three hundred eight O. Don't need to rub it in. To be fair, I don't care because my motherboard wouldn't even run something like that. Oh, you don't get him started on his motherboard. Don't seriously. The guy, the guy is running. I mean, don't get me wrong. Right, I'm not going to take the piss too much because it is fucking epic. But it, his case is bigger than the room I'm in. Um, and it's got. I mean, the lights are blue, and it's got sort of like fucking wavy lights that look like the fucking warp engine off the Star Trek uh, Starship Enterprise. It's it's epic, but it's more powerful than the freaking backup server I've got at work. And that thing backs up the entire company. And his computer is more powerful, more RAM. It's ridiculous. But, it's, it's awesome. But the important but question uh, is, what colour does it light up? Blue. Blue, because everything that lights up blue, Nigel, is awesome. Uh, you have to understand this, Nigel. Everything that lights up blue. And I'm going to show you this now, because you've got me right at it. See, look. See, look, look. Hang on a minute. Shit out. Can I, uh, can I, before you go into that, a word's too much for you, then you should follow us on Instagram. We put pretty pictures out. Thanks. Check this out. 
I'm going to turn it on. Just listen to this. Look, watch, 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 watch. I know it's up blue. It lights up blue. <laughs> they all have a colour. Other colours, mate. <laughs> yes, you can do pink, orange, but blue is awesome. This thing is awesome. Um, it is I'm like sound flying an X-wing now. on Gareth's thing. It is fly, like flying an X-wing on Gareth's PSV VR. It is. It, it is like a game. You get that rush of when you're flying on a. You know, I get what Gareth likes those sort of like flying sims that he does. This is like that, but in reality and you hear the noise and the thing goes from sort of like one meter up to 50 meters in the space of a second and that's right in your face because you've got the goggles on and it's crystal freaking clear and it's just <laughs> it's it's like nothing i mean it, it brings my love of of those kind of space sim games that i've loved on on consoles for years with my love of drones it, it marries the two together and it's but i if you are a good gamer, you will be okay with flying this because the controls are similar. So, um, so. With, with that drone, I suppose you mean that it comes with VR goggles or certain you can see through the lens as you're flying it. Yep. Have a look. Here you go. Welcome the to the Monkey you get, Drone Chat. <laughs> That's the headset you get, but it is like a VR headset, except it's a lot lighter. See, the thing I have with Gareth's head, uh, PSVR, I love it, but it's quite heavy, and I steam up. Uh, these guys are genius because they've got little fans inside, so it keeps them demisted. So um, it, uh, it blows air inside, but, yeah, it comes with the full caboodle. See, it's first person. It's FPV, they call well, it. You, so it's you first and, person view. Um, you and Gareth uh, share uh, the same trait, which I don't have, and that is a massive head. And... Uh, <laughs> I've got a uh, tiny, tiny head, and I don't, I don't steam up because I ain't got the hair. So yeah, no, it does, it does it for me. But even the controller, even the controller for this, because I mean, this is, this is, I, I feel it's worth talk mentioning because even the controller looks like a freaking Xbox controller, and again, it makes a difference. I went from, I, I, I've never been, when I'm looking at a phone and I'm, and I'm controlling it, I'm not very let's say, brave. With this thing, I had it in normal mode, right? It does 30 mile an hour, which is pretty quick. Within minutes, I was going, I'm bored of this. And I had it flying through gaps and everything. And it was, and I was confident because it's all that skill of learning to fly shit on a PS4. And it is, it is exactly that skill because I'm confident and I was, I'm quite good with those kind of games. The only damn games I was really very good at was Star Wars Battlefront 2 when I was flying in an X-Wing. I was really good at that. I used to do really well online, but um, <laughs> I can see all these comments coming. Um, I'm sorry, were you talking, Keith? Um, I'd but, like to... Uh, I'd like to just uh, move us. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just wanted to mention it because I'm. it, it is prevalent. So if I hadn't got... <laughs> if I hadn't got... Um, learned to, to use... PS4 like that, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be as good as I am. So I'm. I'm quite happy with it. Anyway, we should. We should. We should. We should. We should. Um, <laughs> Gareth's not here. Um, <laughs> I know that we will probably end up talking about this next week because I know Gareth has some strong views, which I'm. I will leave Gareth to talk about next week. But 
I'm not going to say much this week, but I w I am interested in what you thought. Now you're talking of, about WandaVision. I am talking about the final of WandaVision. What did you feel? Yeah, How I, did I you? Think, I think yeah. For we will keep this uh, fairly short because Gareth, no doubt, has his say, mm. uh, and we don't want to talk about the same thing twice in a week. So when gas back, it will be a full one. But for now. Um, I, I still, right. I still don't get what the fuck Wanda was doing, encapsulating that entire village. The whole thing just ended like like nothing happened, which was fair enough. What? Literally, the end was like what? Yeah. I I I I was disappointed. Uh, the the build up, the hints, and everything it, it amounted to nothing. Um, was, and I know was... that we're going to go into this in a bigger deal last week. But yeah, it did just did, it didn't yeah. end with a bang, did it? All, all I saw was um, I've forgotten her name. Um, the 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 shield person, uh, the lady, uh, Monica. Yeah, yeah. She she was um, uh, met by is it she Krell? Krill? A Krell, yeah, it's the same Krell that was playing um um oh god, what's her face in Spider-Man 2? Um I'm crap with games and, and Gareth's gonna be shouting at the screen when he watches this back on not Fury, um, yeah. Uh no I it was to Krell that was Nick Fury's Fury. partner. Nick Fury's partner. That was okay. who she that Krell well, she was saying was. going up there, and I'm thinking, yeah. all right, so she's gonna because that's where go Fury, Fury is. Um but how would she know where Fury is? She wouldn't. She'd be going, oh, I'm going up space. Fantastic. But she doesn't know she's going to go meet Fury. And that was literally the whole series in a nutshell for me. Oh, there was another... I don't know if you carried on, but there was another scene after that. Because um, I know the credit end credits are extraordinarily long, so you wouldn't might not have missed it. But there was another one with, with Wanda in some kind of Swiss Alps wooden thing where... There's oh, two no. wonders. There's one one wonder sitting on drinking tea on this cabin, and then there's the one witch, Scarlet Witch wonder, uh, reading the Darkhold. Um, no, and uh, you see, happy magic crap. I saw the mid credits one, which was the uh, going up to space to see yeah. Fury thing, and I went, "Oh, usually there's only one." Leave. And that's I, what I, I mean. We'll we'll go over it in fine detail when Gareth's back next week. The one thing I will say that I was happy about is that they did bring Vision back because I like Paul Bettany as Vision. Um, and uh, the one thing I've quite enjoyed was Paul Bettany as Vision. I, don't get me wrong, I think What's-Her-Face has done a, a good job as Wanda, but the I don't think this was... I don't get why this has existed. To me, this hasn't moved us on that much other than bringing Vision back. And it's a it's a, a vehicle to launch Monica Rambone into the Marvel Universe. I, I'm still looking forward to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think that might be good. Gareth doesn't... I don't know what... he. I don't think he's that excited about it. And I agree with you, Nosh. I am properly excited about Loki, but there is that worry that they've recast Loki which I don't think they have. I I personally don't think they're that stupid, but I understand Gareth's scepticism. Yeah, really I'm do. interested to see what happens next. I thought they were going to be uh there was going to be something 
in Wanda in the in the last episode to uh, you know tease you with uh, what's going on there, but there wasn't anything really uh, in the episode. And uh, yeah, well, you say Vision's back, but Vision's back in in the other form, isn't he? Well, he's in the white form at the moment, but he can change his appearance. That's part of his thing. So you'll probably next time we see him, he'll be back as Vision as we know him, just without the Mind Stone. But he got his memories back. Um, so he and he and you know that bit of I am Vision, and then he zaps off into the you know wherever that is him as Vision back. What's interesting is he didn't immediately go to Wonder. Um, so it's I look. We'll we'll go into it mainly next week, but I I I think you can tell I was a bit disappointed considering what the earlier episodes hinted at and just didn't equate to. But I said this last week. I said, look, I think we're going to be disappointed by this, and I wasn't wrong. <laughs> but we'll we'll go into it um in a in a more detail with uh, G next week, hopefully. But uh, anyway, that was a brief touching upon it because. We needed to at least mention it, but uh, we have now got time for for our final uh, what the fuck story. <laughs> and Gareth hasn't um, hasn't let us down this week. Um, I shall share the story for you. So, postal worker left in stitches by unfortunate typo on delivery instructions. A post he shared an image of the delivery instructions left by a customer containing a very unfortunate error, changing the innocent request into something else entirely. Thankfully, uh, online orders were able to be added to the uh, uh, online online orders were able to add it to the delivery instructions, asking for precious parcels to be left in a safe place and dropped off with a friendly neighbour to avoid any longer wait. But one postal worker was left in hysterics when a customer request containing an unfortunate typing error has changed innocent instructions into something else. There is a delivery. There is a deliverer to safe uh, safe pace request for this item. Attempt to deliver the, to the customer first. If they are not in in, leave this item in their nominated place enclosed on the porch. Additional information. Please ring bell after pooping in the porch. Thank you. <laughs> oh dear, brilliant. <laughs> That's why I insist on the what the fuck story because you know it brightens our mood. <laughs> I just hate these articles. It's why do that? Why? They could have just it's, simply had the picture, but they had to write some waffle about oh. how it relates to their fucking life and life nowadays. <laughs> and oh, just show me the picture, you bastard! Uh, it is still, it's still fun. yeah, but it's still not quite as good as a dog running with a dildo in its mouth, looking so. I will never get over that picture. <laughs> I will never get over that picture. I've got it so saved happy. somewhere because it still makes me giggle because it's the look of sheer joy in its face. <laughs> It's great big rubber dinner. I wouldn't get over that. That was that was that was the pinnacle of what the fuck stories in my opinion. 
that that um, and the lady who did a live uh bbc interview with a massive dildo oh, on the shelf behind her yes yes i've forgotten that as well that was that was very good as well yes anyway we've got through it nigel we have succeeded and we've braved and we've persevered and we've got through to the end and uh i am now dead because this That's is because we're streams. brave and stunning what we yes, are. stunning and brave. Um, um, he's shouting at the screen now. You realise that? Um, but uh, no, it was Gareth as always. Uh, even though he was ill, he's prepped all the notes, and and it's made it a lot easier. And I have to say, and I do compliment him. I do tell him. I do tell him this one. It is not easy to do when you're having to do multiple things and keep an eye on the comments and stuff. Um, it is a it is a difficult thing he does every week, and he does it very very well. So, yeah, I hopefully you will be back next week and hopefully you will get better soon. But uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for commenting. Thanks for joining in, as always. Um, and we'll see you in the next one. Nigel, say goodbye. Goodbye. See you next time. See you next time. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>